0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Melanie C, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Tuesday, June 24th, 2014. Today we are reading from the big book and we are at page 83, paragraph 4. Today's readers are The Twelve Steps, Rabia M., the 12 Traditions, Sylvia F., and the readers of the text, Esther C., Marie P., Marcella M., and Sylvia F. The reference number for yesterday, Monday, June 23, 2014, is 6536. Away 6536. preamble. our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Robbie A.M. to read the 12 steps. Press star
1: 1,
2: Rabia. Sorry. Hi, this is Rabia. I am a recovered compulsive overeater from New York. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. Four, made a searching and fearless small inventory of ourselves.
0: I will now ask Sylvia F. to read the 12 Traditions.
3: This is Sylvia, Recovered Compulsive Overeater, the 12 Traditions. Our common, one, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. 8. Overeaters Anonymous should remember for should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. 9. OA as such ought never be organized, but we but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. I pass.
0: Thank you. How our meeting
3: works. Our meeting focuses
0: on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your sharing to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. and I will ask Esther C. to begin reading.
1: Thank you, Melanie. Good morning, my fellows. My name is Esther C. And I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Canada. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Will we comprehend We will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Wow, talk about uh, hitting jackpot. This is probably one of the most famous paragraphs in the Big Book, even in the OA uh, meetings where the Big Book is not generally studied or even completely ignored. I guess we true compulsive overeaters like to focus on the prize, right? Forget all that other boring stuff, the prerequisites, the other steps. Just tell me when I get to dessert. But you and I have been studying this book from the very beginning all the way from the inside front cover to the point we are now, and we know that these promises are situated in step nine. They're not abstinence promises. They're not promises for you know conscientious doing of the tools. The, the fulfillment of these promises for me was the result of Firstly, getting right with my higher power in steps one to three, getting right with myself in steps four to seven, and then finally getting right with others in steps eight and nine. I'd like to share actually my own personal experiences with these promises. There are so many of them here, and each one is relevant to me, but I'm, I'm going to choose just one. I want to choose this line, fear of people will leave us. Um, this one is especially meaningful to me because I didn't even realize how much I was afraid of people. You wouldn't have known it by knowing me because I was a big mouth know-it-all, but I was definitely afraid of all of you. You see, when I was living a self-centered life, my source of stability came from things outside of me, especially your respect, your admiration, and your love of me. And because I needed it like I need oxygen, without it, I constantly felt unstable, insecure, and fearful, and that led... To all kinds of behavior that hurt me, hurt others, and caused chaos everywhere. I was filled with resentments and fears, and I had so many volatile emotions that the only thing that could bring me down and calm me was some kind of something that I would eat, some type of binge food. But now I live on a different basis, and to the best of my ability, one day at a time, um, God is the center of my life. God's the source of my serenity, my inspiration. My well-being, everything, my security—it's not you anymore. So I don't have to get you to like me, either by overspending or by flattering you or boasting or or even cultivating a certain type of image. You and I can live in harmony in God's world together because I'm no longer people-pleasing or manipulating or or otherwise trying to rely on you to make me comfortable in the world. So I'm not afraid of you and other people anymore because you can't take away my stability from me. People can cause me pain, but they can not take away my joy of living. This is my experience with that particular promise. And I thank you for allowing me to share, and with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Esther. This particular paragraph is very tightly packed, and we will be unwrapping it a bit at a time. Those that will be first sharing, please concentrate your sharing on the first three sentences, which starts with, We are painstaking, and ends with, Shut the door on it. So please welcome those that would like to start sharing first. Please press star 1. This
4: is Janice. Hiya.
0: Hi, good good morning, Janice, and then hiya afterwards. Thank you.
4: Yes, good morning to you, Melanie, and vision for you. Uh, My name is Janice M., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater um the first sentence i'd like to just comment on that too it's it's you know if what does that mean to me it means that you know on condition you know if i you know follow the uh, go through these steps and implement these steps and i've been very very careful and thorough i will be amazed amazed at this phase at this is another phase now remember the phase of 8 and 9 So now I'm going to be amazed. I will be amazed. I'm not maybe be amazed. I might be amazed. I will be amazed, which is, of course, a promise for me. Um, Before we are halfway through what? You know what I used to think? Well, let me see. There's 12 steps, so halfway through would be around six, right? No, no, no. Halfway through this phase, which is the phase of uh, uh, step nine, um, and the first promise the first experience that I have experienced is that I am going to know. To know is to experience. Um, I used to, I used to love to listen to these promises, and but I wasn't getting anything from it. I didn't have any freedom. <laughs> I was white knuckling it. I would pick up, I would put down, I would pick up, I'd put down. I didn't know any freedom. I wasn't free yet. Uh, I wasn't free in my mind um uh, of the food of of life and a new happiness oh boy uh, a completely different definition for happiness Uh, my happiness before these steps was oh get some more money get more successful you know get along with your husband blah 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 you know all the things that i quote happy but i never stayed happy so but now i do know a new happiness i am contented with very very little believe me So we're going to know a new freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from the bondage of self, especially freedom from the food. That's the first thing. Uh, That's the very first thing. And then, of course, all the other miracles that happen. So that's why they say, wait, wait until the miracle happens. This will happen. And we will not regret the past. I don't dwell on the past and say, oh, you know, because I know my past today is an asset for a newcomer. I can share my experience and say, you know, I was like this, but, you know, this is how I am today. And uh, so I don't regret it, and I don't shut the door on it. Um, You know, before I used to live in it. (laughs) I used to live in the past. Uh, Today I live in today. And not even in the future. Um, Today is when I live. And, of course, I love this one. We will comprehend (laughs) the word serenity, and we will know what peace is. We will comprehend to comprehend is to understand, to feel it, oh, I used to know serenity, okay, yeah, but today I know what it is to be peaceful, even when things around me aren't going well, you know, and if I don't feel peaceful, I know what to do. I have to ask God, my God of my understanding, to um, give me some peace because that that's where it comes from, um, comprehend and know through experience that I, I I know what it is. I have serenity and I know peace um, and with that I pass. Thanks. Thank
0: you, Janice. Haya, go ahead and please share on the first two sentences. It starts with, if we are painstaking and in, just shut the door on it. Good morning, Haya. Hi, Melanie. Thank you for your service. This is Haya, very grateful, covered, compulsive eater and bulimic in Denver, Colorado, although I'm in New Jersey. For a few weeks for the summer, and um, welcome to anyone who's new. Uh, if we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. Um, I'm probably going to uh, ditto some of what Dana said. If we are painstaking, that's the one I want to focus on. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, what phase? As she said, the phase of step nine. If I am painstaking, it's Sometimes it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to go to those people, it feels hard, it's humbling, it's scary, you don't know what to expect, it's painstaking, it's also, it's it's like work, there's a list that we made in step eight, that I made in step eight, that The women I work with make in step eight, and then we have to chip away at that list one by one, um, Of course, that propels us right into step 10 because we don't want to build up any new wreckage. But while we're going through, you know, we're going through this list and it's some, you know, my experience with the, with the amends were, you know, some of them were really hard. Um, Most of them were well-received. A couple (laughs) were not. And it was painstaking whether it worked out well or not, the leading up to it can be so i not like, oh, joy, I'm going to go tell someone I stole money from their wallet. Oh, joy, I'm going to go tell my boss that I actually wasn't, you know, sick on those days that I said I was. Oh, joy, I'm going to, you know, uh, write a letter and close the chapter on a relationship in my life because I couldn't go to that person directly. It would be harmful. So... That's pain. That was painstaking. So it's telling me here is if we are painstaking about this phase, step nine of our development, we'll be amazed before we are halfway through. Halfway through with step nine, before we are halfway through, we will be amazed. We're gonna know a new freedom. Yes, I don't have to feel that fucky feeling knowing that I took money from this from my aunt, or I. Or I don't have to have that living inside of me. I usually explain it as if you're walking down the street and that person's walking to you, I don't have to cross the street anymore or hang my head low. I can look them in the eye. If I'm painstaking about the state of development, I'm going to be amazed before I'm halfway through this process. And that freedom and that happiness. And then I won't have to shut the door. And the reason why is because I'm probably going to have to share it with somebody who I sponsor and say, "Oh yeah, you did that. I did this," and I don't have to shut the door on it anymore. And that is freedom. It is freedom. It is freedom. Living on the other side of step nine. Thank you. With that, I pass. Thank you, Haya. Who else Karen? would like to share on the first three paragraphs? Karen? I'm sorry, first three sentences. Hi, Karen. Please go ahead. Hi, my name is Karen. I'm a recovered compulsive reader. I'm currently from. Delaware although I'm moving on Thursday um, <laughs> but thank you so much to everyone who's doing service today and I want to talk about uh, we're going to know a new happiness um, it reminds me back on page 61 that before doing this process I was the victim of a delusion that I could arrest satisfaction happiness out of this world if I only manage well paraphrasing make it about me um, And that's what I thought. If I just managed well, I would be happy. And this is a new happiness. This is the happiness of integrity. I've cleaned up the wreckage in the past to the best of my ability. I'm trying to live a new way, not a selfish way, but a God-centered way. And it's a new happiness. Um, I had to change my definition of happiness. Before OA, my happiness was, I've got everything managed well. And I thought that was the road to happiness. But um, this new happiness that I have is um, happiness of love and service and integrity. Um, I have, you know, about the amends, I've cleaned up what I could in the past and um, let go of what I can't clean up. Uh, and talked all over with a sponsor. I don't have secrets anymore. And also, of course, a lot about amends is I don't do that anymore. I am living a new um, life where I don't treat people like I used to. I don't try and manage and rest satisfaction and happiness. Um, I am trying to live in a God-centered life, a place where I can be of maximum service, to um, God and my fellows. So um, it's great. I don't have to regret the past or shut the door on it. Um, the shut the door on it part is that all the problems that I've had in the past, I can now um, talk to people in LA about and share and use that experience, strength and hope to help someone else Was their amends or whatever. So with that, I pass. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Karen. Who else would like to share on the first three paragraphs? Oh, my goodness, I keep saying that. The first three sentences of this paragraph. Kim. Maria. Yes. Hi. Hi, Kim. Good morning. And who else? Rabia. Hi, Kim, and then Rabia. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Good morning Melanie. Good morning, all. My name is Kim G and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from South Jersey. I'm going to hit the same sentence person before me did. We're going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. That means we're going to have to change. You know, I have to say, everyone says, oh, I love these promises. I hated these promises. These promises tortured me in the OA meetings because no one ever linked them to the steps. So I would read these and think, I'm six months abstinence. Why aren't I feeling these these promises? I'm doing what my sponsor says. Why aren't I feeling these promises? You know, I'm doing the tools. Why aren't I feeling these promises? I've never got the fact that these were linked to the steps. So I'm just going to refer back to a couple of things that i about the new life. This is a new way of living. On page 25, it says, The great fact is just this, that we have had deep and effective spiritual experiences which have revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellow, and towards God's universe revolutionize. That's a change. That's a new way of living. And what I try to do for so many years is I tried to tweak things. I would be nice to the people in the rooms and then I would go out and I would cause havoc in my job and in my in my family. You know, I might I might change the way I'm eating a little bit according to what the latest diet is I could find at the checkout counter at the grocery store, but I never really looked at what are my allergic foods. You know, and on page twenty seven, what is that new way? It says here, ideas, emotions, and attitudes, which were once the guiding forces of the lives of these men, are suddenly cast to one side, and a completely new set of conceptions and motives begin to dominate them. That doesn't happen by coming to meetings. That doesn't happen by osmosis of us hanging out with recovered people. That happens because we've done the work up to page 83. I've come to the conclusion that I am powerless, that I am screwed, that I have this allergy to the body, which is a permanent disability, and I have this obsession in mind that at certain times will always convince me to go back to the food. I have to be convinced that I need this power. I have to make that decision, and I have to take the action steps of four through nine, and that's what will get rid of those guiding, those ideas, emotions, and attitudes. which were the guiding forces of my life. In step four, I'm getting rid of my resentments. I'm getting rid of my fears. I'm getting rid of my sex conduct. I'm having someone in step five look at those patterns so I know that those patterns have to die. In six and seven, I'm acknowledging my character defects, that I'm selfish, that I'm dishonest, that I'm self-seeking, that I'm frightened, that I'm inconsiderate. And I'm saying, God, take them from me. That is blocking me from you and it's blocking me from my fellows. And then step eight and nine, I'm going out and I'm making amends. I'm clearing away. We found out and we acknowledge that God is deep down inside each and every one of us. But I have put so much crap between me and God, I can no longer feel that power. So at this point I've cleared that away. And since I've cleared that away, I am now going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. Because those things in life which I thought made me oh. I keep
2: my daughter telling
0: me to speak Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Kim. Rabia M., you're next.
2: Good morning. This is Rabia from New York, a recovered compulsive overeater. And um, thank you, everyone, for your sharing. This is such a rich meeting already, and as usual. Um, so yes i 've been painstaking a very short two and a half months ago um, I started working with the big book guide from the front page of the big book and the when I read recovered for the first time on the title page and believed that I too could recover, just like people I was listening to on vision and uh, and the uh, one, first one hundred in this book, and so I painstakingly went through every phase of this book, paragraph by paragraph with my guide with the A vision for you meetings and so each phase, just like Kim said, you know each section of steps um, and right up and and through eight and nine and and yes, the new freedom from food, like that is one of the promises and it absolutely happens that I have a neutrality with food today and I have a new happiness of loving service. I have something to give. I, I have, um, I'm recovered. I mean, I'm I'm amazed. I, I am still amazed. I wake up every morning and I am amazed. You know, I have been in OA since 1978, and I have done it every single which way. And this is the first time this in two and a half months I am recovered, and I am amazed. And it will work for every single one on the line. It is a promise, and it worked for me, and it, it works for everybody. Thank you. I pass.
0: Thank, thank you, Rabia. Would anyone else like to share on these first three sentences before we move to the next three sentences? Monica. Hi. Good morning, Monica. Good, good morning,
5: Melanie. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, everyone. My name is Monica, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. So here we are on page 83, and we're reading the promises of step nine. Step nine. Into action still, the title of our, of our chapter and everyone has said, "You know before we are halfway through halfway through what the ninth step, making our amends we and this was my experience um, It started with my very first direct amends that I made. I went in there, a scared, shaking, fearful uh woman." And when I walked out of there, I was um, jumping up and down. Um, I was hooting and hollering inside anyway, because there was people around. Um, I was still shaking like a leaf, but I had a new freedom and a new happiness. Wow, such a relief. That's what this work did for me. I dug up all my garbage in step four. I gave that, I brought that garbage to the curb with a sponsor listening on step five and asked God to take that garbage away from me, and here it's been removed. And finally, all that restlessness, all that angst, all that I could never describe, a black mass swirling tornado inside of me wasn't there. God had given me as a result of working steps one through nine, I had some new glasses. I could see things differently. I could see where it'd always be, me, 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 and that didn't work. I was now developing new ideas, new attitudes as a result of doing this work, new behaviors, Would I have ever gone to anybody before and said, "Um, I stole something from you every time I came in here, you know? No. But that's what I did with my first amends and made financial um, amends with it. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Wow. You know, the past, all that stuff inside of me, the abuse, the stealing, the lying, The doing of this and the doing of that and, and, you know, my perceived um, what I thought other people had done to me. All this stuff inside of me and it was so uncomfortable. And so for years, what did I do? I ate, I ate, I ate. Well, this process, I got to get all this stuff outside of me and it wasn't as bad as I thought. I already, I really knew deep down what it was, but just brought it out into the light. You know, I gave it to God. And I today, it's like, you know what, Monica, I had to go through all that stuff, the abuse, the pain, the other things, to where I am now. This has been my path. And so I don't regret those things, because they brought me to this program, They and the steps brought me to God, and He's brought me this freedom and happiness that I never thought I would have. So I don't regret the past. You know, did I do stupid things? Hell yeah. I did a lot of stupid things. But you know, I didn't know what I didn't know, and I couldn't see what I couldn't see. And today I have new lenses, new attitude, new behaviors, new thinking. And it's all as a result of doing steps one through nine. And I'll, with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Monica. This is Bella Can I you, Miriam. Hi. Yes. uh, I hear Bella, and then Miriam. You can share on the first three sentences, please. Hi,
6: Bella. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, everybody. Uh, My name is Bella, and I am a thankful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Thank you, Melanie, for doing this service, and thank you very much, everybody on the line. We are going to know a new freedom. A new freedom. Such a wonderful word. Yes, before the program, I was in my own jail, and it's terrible to to live in a jail. I didn't know how to live the present. I lived only my past I live only in the past with a lot of fear regarding my future. I was very much angry, upset, disappointed, guilty. you name it. I just didn't know what to do with this. My my main sentence was if only if only I would have different, if only if only I was in my own jail. I needed to prove to everybody everything. I needed to prove to myself my existence and it was terrible. It was impossible. It was very much painful, and thank you God, thank you God, that now I am in the program. Yes, I live in freedom, I live the the, the the present, and it's a gift. I am not going anymore with my power, not anymore. I am connected to a power greater than myself, and it's a power of love, acceptance, respect. I don't need to prove to nobody anything. I am not scared from the future and I don't regret my past. No, not anymore. Thank you God. I live the present with with a supportive power of God, a power that accept me and teach me and and it's okay. It's okay to do mistakes because I am a happy human. I am a happy human that this is the way that God created me. I am connected to the power of love and acceptance. It, this is the freedom. Thank you very much for letting me share, and I pass. Thank
0: you, Bella. And Miriam, um, you can share next, and then we'll move on to the next three sentences. Hi, Miriam. Hi, this is Miriam, a compulsive reader, calling from Israel, living in the solution, one day at a time to the best of my ability. Wow, this is so amazing to have come already to step nine and and obviously, you know, to come into the step, you know, you can't really jump from from one to nine. Uh, You just, we've just been through the other steps, and I don't wanna be long here, but um, my life has changed and is changing every day. And and when I was in the, in the room, you know, and I was going, and and I was told, you know, keep coming back, and, and the miracle will come, and, and and you know, doing all the tools the best I could, and and following whatever instruction from a from a sponsor. I never I never got into this. I mean, some people maybe they do, but I I never got into this until I really worked the steps the way they have to be, with the, the help of a, my higher power and a, and a loving uh, sponsor. Um, Yes, of course I live a new happiness and a new freedom today. I'm completely a different person, and, and obviously I haven't done it. I just have done the, the footwork, and, and God has done the rest. And that is what it's all about, is bringing God in every every situation and every moment in our lives like, like every breath of air. Thank you so much, and I pass. Thank you, Miriam. And we will now move on to the next three sentences, which starts on the bottom of page 83. Last sentence, we will comprehend the word serenity and then ends with self-pity will disappear. Those are the three sentences. Who would like to share on those? Marcella. Hi, good morning, Marcella. Welcome. My name is Marcella. I'm a recovered compulsive over here. Um, The promise is and we're have we're in the middle of our event um, in serenity and peace. Um, before program, um serenity came from peels and from loaves of chocolate and from uh, what I thought was a celebration of my life in the form of um alcohol and excess of food. And after the steps and having been sober asking and clean for a while I had no idea what peace and serenity meant. And now that I have it, now that it's been granted to me for the day of today, it's been granted to me for the day of today, I can approach people, places, things, food, my shape, my size, my weight with serenity and with peace. There's no bigger blessing than the blessing of peace and tranquility when it comes to live my life, when it comes to live my life. My experience with the promise is that this is not a thorough list. The promises are incomplete. You will get custom tailored just for you promises at the end of this step work, and you will get new promises every single day if you commit to do this work uh, with the help of somebody in the, who's been recovered and who has experience in this life. And we will never get bored. I'm very, very dangerous when I'm bored. I'm at my most destructive self when I'm bored. But we will never, ever get bored because the contents of this book take a different shape every single time that we apply it to a different person. And by the end of the process, not even by the end, at this, at this point when we get to the promises, both people who have participated in the journey have taken a completely new, different, shining, beautiful shape. And without that. Thank you, Marcella. Who else would like to share on the second set of three sentences, starting with we will comprehend
7: Sharon and, in and in El- Colorado?
0: Hi, Sharon. Hi. Please share with us.
7: Okay. Thank you so much, Melanie. This is Sharon H. in Colorado, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. And um, we will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. Uh, I always uh, was looking for that, you know, peace that all my life would just be on this wonderful level plane, and nothing would ever uh, ruffle my feathers or upset me or anything. And the the peace that I know today is rooted in uh, the steps and being painstaking about the steps prior to this uh, being an option um, by God's grace in my life. And that is, I will have that peace in all circumstances, and that's what I never did have. Uh, it was only if things were going my way, and if, everything was, if everyone was behaving the way I wanted them to, that was, that was the peace I had. But today, I'm beginning to experience that peace regardless of what my external circumstances are or even my internal circumstances. This is when I understand <clears throat> peace like I never comprehended it before, and no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. And, um, you know, in this inventory, um, I saw a lot of things about me that I had not seen before. Uh, the gossiping, the um, complaining, the whining, uh, the judgment, so many things that I had not seen to the to the depth that I'd seen them before, and so I just was amazed um, that you know my my experience that um, was rooted in a lot of shame and guilt and all of that. All of a sudden, uh, I was given that freedom to see how it could benefit others. Um, so that was an incredible gift. And then the feeling of uselessness and self pity will disappear. Wow. You know, in my inventories, I saw that self-pity over and over and over again. Nobody nobody appreciates me. When will it be my turn? When You know, when will things work out the way I want them to work out? When will this and when will that? And so <clears throat> that self-pity that just keeps us stuck in a miserable place um, was being removed as well. And uselessness, you know. I mean, I was stuck there too. I couldn't... Uh, I couldn't be of help to anyone else because I was just stuck in these um, behaviors and defects that were just ruin, running my life, consuming my life. And so I'm just so grateful to see these promises in such a new way um, through this time through the steps. And I am so grateful um, that these promises really do come uh, to fruition and they come to fruition uh, with me. Some of them have been very slowly in coming, and some of them have come quickly. But I am just so grateful to be able to share just on these three and the difference I see today in my life regarding going through this process, the way we do it in the big book, following
0: the directions in the big book.
7: And with that, I pass. Thanks, Melanie.
0: Thank you, Sharon. Who else would like to share on the second set of three sentences? Larry. Hi, Larry. Good morning.
8: Good morning, Melanie. Larry uh, recovered compulsive reader from Chicago. You know, um well, first I'll say, you know, for me, my experience is again, you know, through step 9, I'm I'm trying to get a new relationship with my higher power. And um and so sure, you know, before when I was when I was still practicing the disease, and taking steps towards the disease every day, every third day, every fifth day. Boy, was that frustrating. And, of course, these promises I could read, but I didn't feel, you know, um, because I had not moved from a a self-centered existence to a God-centered existence. I was still owned by Larry and the disease. Now I'm dominated by, by God the God of my own, my own understanding. And, and so with that, you know, what happened is of course I, I, um, you know, because we, we all, I know for, for years I, you know, these promises were read and I, they just reminded me, like Kim said, of what I didn't have. You know that's that's a really difficult place to be if you're out there and you 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 read these and you and you acknowledge that you 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 haven't experienced experienced them well i I can relate to where you're at because I did for years i I read them um I didn't comprehend the word serenity and no peace sure i i i I understood what the word serenity meant from a rational standpoint I could define it. Um, Peace came to me uh, very infrequently, but it it came every so often. But I didn't know it, truly know it. Today I know it in the midst of calamity and challenge and all sorts of things. I know it. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will uh, see how our experience is going to benefit others. I don't know if there's anyone else out there that maybe I'm the only um, one. But for, for the first probably two to three years, whenever I would read the word scale, I thought of the weight scale, you know, the one that I got on 10 times a day to see if I could beat the game, you know, if I could have my my cake and eat it too. So I would read that no matter how far down the scale. And I was going down the scale. I was going down that scale. When you restrict, uh, you'll go down that scale. When you compulsively exercise, you, you may go down that scale. But I was stark, raving, abstinent. And uh, and and then and then later, it's amazing the epiphany. Here I am, <laughs> you know, a fairly educated guy by all standards, and and yet um, it took me a couple years to read that sentence and to truly understand, you know, what it meant. You know, going down the scale had nothing to do with a that scale that I was going uh, getting on ten times a day. Um, I and sure I was weighing and measuring my food you know, uh, when I wanted to, when I I wasn't putting boundaries around things and giving it as a symbolic gift to God. No, I do that today. I wasn't doing that then. (laughs) So um, then it says, um, you know, now I do know, I do know how my experience can benefit others. And boy, oh boy, does God allow me, what a gift allows me to benefit others. They come to, you know, come to me and I, you know, and and, um, what a gift. You wouldn't want to know what I, I didn't have anything you wanted before. Sometimes, sometimes I might have something, you know, that you want now. Um, the, the feeling of uselessness and self pity will disappear. That that indeed happened to me. I'm no longer again dominated by uh, self centered existence. Um, I truly, I truly, what's in my heart, in my mind. If you followed me around for the next twenty three hours, maybe five or six of them I'm asleep. Um, the rest of them, though, you know, I, I I really am in congruence with, thank you, God. Thank you, God. I didn't read a book and just uh, become morally or philosophically, you know, uh, on, on, on firmer ground. God did this for me. I'll never forget that, what God did for me. Now everything I do today is a gift back to God. I'm so grateful for this program. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Larry. Would anyone else like to share on the second set of three sentences this morning? Renata, hi. Good morning, Renata. Hi, Melanie. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Renata, uh, recovered compulsive reader in New York. I want to focus on we'll see how our experience can benefit others. Um, that feeling of uselessness and self pity will disappear. Everything I struggle with throughout this process of doing the steps um, can be used uh, to help someone else. On page 93, you know, talking about a possible sponsee, it says, tell him exactly what happened to you. So, every single person that goes through the steps has a different different experience, and so when I approach a newcomer or when I have a new sponsee and they bring their struggles to me, I can relate to them according to my own experience and everything that seems really dark and difficult at times can be used after I overcome those challenges with the help of God to give someone else new strength and hope. And that feeling of uselessness and self-pity would disappear. You know, before program, I used to wake up in the morning and think, what's the point? I never really thought of, you know, killing myself. I mean, I had the thoughts sometimes, but not to the point that I really planned it or really intended to go through with them, but... I remember I used to call my mom and cry every day on the phone saying, what's the point? I, You know, I don't have a meaning in life. And today I don't feel like that anymore. It has been removed from me. And whenever I can be of service and be helpful to someone else or even, you know, just do my small part every single day, like picking up, you know, a piece of garbage from the floor or putting back a shopping cart or just being nice and polite, being honest. You know, that gives, God gives me a sense of usefulness and I don't feel self-pity as much as I did in the past. And uh, I'm also very, very grateful to this program. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Renata. Would anyone else like to share on the second set of three sentences before we move on? Leanne. Hi, Leanne. Good morning. And Sally. Hi. You will probably be our last two shares. Thank you, Leanne and then Sally.
9: Hi, Leanne, recovering, um, recovered, compulsive overeater and anorexic. And I did take that literally, literally, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, because I didn't know how being around a bunch of you know people who allowed themselves to get heavy because of compulsive overeating was going to help me. I was a compulsive overeater, but I chose to control it in such a way that I went so far down the scale that I almost died. And, you know, God was gracious enough to have a sponsor come my way who had the experience of having to gain about 40 pounds. I never in my life thought that that would be able to help me. But in the trenches, she was there for me, and her experience really, really changed my life. Every time I had some kind of complaint... Or um, fear she was right there she knew exactly what to say to me and today through that experience um i can say that to other people who you know who are dying from controlling their food so much that you know they're dying and um you know that experience it was it was precious gold to me her words and that's how this program i'm so grateful i i wasn't um unwelcomed here you know even though i didn't look like most of the people there and it seemed like well how can you possibly have a problem with overeating you know but it's all the same thing it's all a disorder of the spirit that causes us to be crazy with food and seek relief in these behaviors no matter how we do it i'm just as apt to go the other way maybe you know my fear my fears lie all of our fears lie in different areas and we have stronger ones you know, each way. But, you know, when the bottom line comes, it's all this stuff between me and God that that had me nearly in the grave. So my experience um, in, and the experience from people before me is just like precious gold. And I just love how it's expressed here in these promises. There's just no better, better way to say it, you know. No matter how far down we go, there's always hope when we can somehow practice surrender to God. And all these, you know, people that are placed in our in our path and program are the means to do it. I need that I needed that buffer between me and God, that God skinned person, in order to practice honesty and surrender. I couldn't practice it without that buffer. I tried, just me and God. It just it didn't it didn't work. So grateful to be talking about this today. Thank you, and I pass. Thank
0: you, Leanne. Sally A., you're next. Thank you, Melanie. Good morning. Good morning, a vision for you. It's Sally in South Jersey, a recovered compulsive reader. And I, too, want to share on this sentence, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. And to begin with, I just wanted to mention page 124, a very important paragraph that speaks to this, and I think lends a lot of weight to what's being said. Henry Ford once made a wise remark to the effect that experience is the thing of supreme value in life. That is true only if one is willing to turn the past to good account. We grow by our willingness to face and rectify errors and convert them into assets. The alcoholic's past thus becomes the principal asset of the family and frequently it is almost the only one, the only asset that we're left with. So when I read the sentence that talks about, first of all, no matter how far down the scale we have gone, it's just interesting that they use this set of words. For me, you know, as a as a food addict for so many years, um, it, first of all, I know that thin is not well, and it's not about you know going down the scale, but it really is about what has happened to me in this process in this last two years of ripping this this uh, this book, especially these instruct this instructive manual, to pieces, so that I could really, I can't help but use the word eat it. I have truly eaten this 164 pages and digested it and come to understand who I am, what, what is in me, what this disease is in me, this, this body and mind connection, and ultimately this spiritual illness, the spiritual malady, as page, one, as page 64 talks about, the spiritual malady at the bottom of the page. And so when I talk about my experience here, we will see how our experience can benefit others. It's my, it's my heart's desire to be as transparent as I possibly can about what has happened to me, to make others believe, that, to help others believe to the best of my ability that if I can do this, anyone can do this. I, I felt I was the biggest loser, the biggest loser, not the biggest loser like the television show The Biggest Loser, the biggest loser that I was in OA for 29 years. And every time I read these these, um, these promises, it was like a slap in the face at the end of every meeting. Like, what the heck is wrong with you? Why can't you get this? They keep saying it's about the steps, but I've done the steps four times. Why don't I get this? What's wrong with me? That's what this was to me, these promises. A big, bold slap in the face at the end of every meeting. Sally, wake up. But it wasn't doing anything because I just didn't understand that this book these pages, not just walking through these steps, you know, doing step four and giving it away. And that was all it was. That's what the steps meant to me. There was nothing else to it. It didn't mean living in the steps. It wasn't about a new way of living, a new manner of living, a new design of living. I had no no clue of what they were talking about when they said living in the steps. And so we will see how our experience can benefit others. It's a marvelous thing that we're all here together on this line, sharing our experience, our strength, and our hope. Thanks for letting me share. That I pass. Thank you, Sally. And with that, we will end our meeting today. We had managed just for the purposes of everyone on the line to get through the first six sentences of this very tightly, powerfully packed paragraph. You know, they are a hope of a lifetime for me as a compulsive overeater, and the true promise for what is for me as I continue to work these things. And so we are very aware how particularly important it is to see each sentence, each line as, as some sort of gift to unwrapped, for sure. So thank you very much for everyone who shared on those first six sentences. And now I will ask Marie P. to please read on page 164. Our book is meant to be suggested only.
10: Good morning, this is Marie P. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask Him in the morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order.